Jonesy's Jukebox is brought to you by our title sponsor, the Law Offices of Sweet James Bergner. KLOS and KLOS HD1, Los Angeles. Angeles. Now, the Sheriff of Rockingham. The pickpocket of Piccadilly. King Stephen of Lindblade. Steve Jones presents Jonesy's Jukebox. Listening to Jonesy's Jukebox, KLOS. That was the Raconteurs. Sometimes I don't feel like trying. That's from the album Help Me, Help Me Stranger. Uh, they're playing tonight at the Greek, actually. And before that was uh, Vanilla Fudge. You keep me hanging on. That's from the Quentin Tarantino soundtrack for the new movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and we're here with uh, Berlinda Terry Nanna hi and Dave Diamond how's it going how you doing I'm good thank you <laughs> how you doing I can't believe that that's your real name it's my real name no not your name Terry Nunn I'm oh. kidding <laughs> Dave Diamond yeah there's a guy who works here called Dave Dart Maybe you should get together with him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so what's happening, Mrs. Nunn? Hey, a lot's happening. I'm coming out in a week from today, August 2nd. I can't believe it's happening. Yeah, with the original Berlin. First one with us together again with since Terry? 1985. Five. When Love Life came out. Yeah. Terry you? No, with John Crawford. David Diamond and myself. We're the original Berlin Three. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm th- I've got completely wrong. I'm thinking of a uh, missing persons. Yeah, I just put me. Yeah, that's it. not me, <laughs> Steve. Ah, uh, you know, you're blonde. Did you take your meds? I, I actually didn't. That's I should be. Ta- <laughs> I should be taking them. Hey, congratulations! Because the first time I was on your show was on that station that folded. Indie One Hundred Three. That's right. And you started there. Two thousand and. Three, and you're rocking four. and rolling now at the big station with the big boys. Still doing it, man. KLOS, man. I grew up it. listening to this station. Yeah? Yeah. You're from California, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Was you born there? I was born and raised. I think you have to talk on that side. Why? Am I not being heard? Yeah, Are you happy now? Okay. okay. So she was? Okay, go to the side then. Huh? Yeah. There you go. Because cause you can't see my face now. Well, no, I thought it was directional because it's like that. But I guess not. Yeah. Your, your voice sounds different as you go around it. Okay. So yeah, David Diamond also grew up here. Did you listen to KLOS? All the time. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, this was a big station all what of our whole lives. That? What year did you guys start? Start Berlin? Yeah. I joined in 1979. This is our 40th anniversary this year. So it's 49, oh, okay, in the late 70s. Yep. I thought it was an 80s thing, but you did become more popular in the 80s, no? Well, we got our Early first 80s. record deal in 82. Yeah. So we played the clubs here. But it was thanks to uh, your band, seriously. Who? You started, the Sex Pistols started a change in music that wouldn't have happened without you guys. You were to punk what Nirvana was to grunge. Because of you, 
we got to happen. Mm. Just like with David Bowie, without David Bowie, there would have been no Queen. There would have been no Elton John. Yeah. He started it. You started the whole explosion of music from arena rock to anything goes. Yeah. And because of you, we got to happen because mm. then it was a level playing field and anything was possible. Yeah. And our music was new in America and it got played because everything was getting played at that point. Yeah. See what I do for you? <laughs> you do a lot. I want to thank you for something else. Okay. This is just a love fest. Because I think this is my third time on your show. Uh, I'm not sure. Because we did it twice at Indy. I believe so. Yeah. And the, on the second show, you said something <laughs> off air and then on air that changed my life. Yeah. You said, I, off air I said, do you know that this madam wrote about you in her book? She said that, that you uh, frequented her establishment. And I said, are you okay with this? And this was off air. Yeah. And you said, oh, yes, she was wonderful. Let's talk about it on air. And you, we got on air, and you went, told the whole story about this madam and how great she was. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> it was so honest. I've told people about that since then because I was going through at the time something coming out in the press about me and I didn't know whether to be honest about it or not and I was tight-lipped but because of you I thought you know what yeah it's true and I'm gonna be honest about it well what was the thing about you uh, it was a penthouse centerfold that okay. I did in 1977. Well, I think everyone must have known about that. Well, it had a different name on it. Oh, so your whenever, name was different. Right. So when it came up, I would be like, no, 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 no. And then it came up again right around when I did that interview with you. And because of what you did, I thought, yeah, you know what? I did. I did. I loved it. It was great. I'm glad I did it. And yeah. Did you do it? And nothing that happened. The, the earth didn't fall no apart. One, no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. Especially these days, it's even, you know, and, and just people can't wait to tell you some juice yeah. just to get a bit of publicity out of it. <laughs> you know, it's like the opposite now. What did you deal with that guy, though? What was his name, the Pentas guy? Yeah, the Italian name. Yeah. Guccione. Guccione. Yeah. Yeah. yeah did he you ever meet him? No. He, he wasn't around. Uh, he, he was, I never met him. Yeah, yeah. No, I met the photographer. Yeah. Yeah, I met him at a party, and he said, oh, I would love to shoot you, and so... Was it a spread? Yeah. Well, that's what they did in Penthouse, Steve. No, no I don't mean... <laughs> <laughs> spread him! But it was like a few pages. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's cool. Yeah. Lingerie and all that stuff. All that stuff. Mm. Yep. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It was awesome, and you know... I'm glad because I'm not that age anymore, and so it's it's nice. Yeah, it's kind of a historical moment that no. I can always go, yeah, I look pretty darn good. Yeah, Playboy wanted me to do a, a shoot. <laughs> really? A couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and you, you said? I said, you got a lot of touching up to do. <laughs> a real touching up. Really? <laughs> no, they didn't. Of course, they didn't. But yeah. Yeah, I did a book. You know, I'm, I was a lunatic back in the day. Yeah. On the sex front, ain't ain't lying. I love your honesty. Yeah. It's refreshing. So, uh, so where did you record this album? H hang on, how is it all original songs? Yes. Alex, pardon. How long did it take to uh, 
write all the songs? A long time. Oh, so this it has been going on. It feels like a long on. time, Steve. I mean, two years, really, from start to finish. But it feels so long because in the old days, you probably remember, you know, we were working constantly. It would take six months from from start to finish. Yeah. You know, by the time the record label got us in a studio, we had to get it done because they wanted us back out on the road. Now we're on the road at the same time as we're doing records. So it takes for two years. Doesn't that feel like forever, David? It takes like, yeah. I think it's also back in the day you had a budget and you had a blocked out timeline on the recording studio and you had two weeks. Go do your record and you're done. And now with uh, you know recording these things with computers and stuff, there's no start date, there's no end date, there's no absolute completion of the thing. Yeah. You can keep tweaking as long as you want. And I think that the downside, the upside of that, there's, of course, there's is an you can up do a lot and of downside. Yeah, the downside yeah. is just that you might start second guessing yes. and rethinking, and could we make this better? And uh, you know, I, l- I listened to like f- for the first record, Pleasure Victim. This record is sonically horrible. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. But it was what it was, and yeah. we had no chance to correct it. So yeah. it it's became part of history, sounding that way. Yeah. And now I think you've got so many options that that uh, that's no longer an issue. When you're put under pressure, too, you're, you're forced to come up with the goods. Absolutely. You know, when yeah. you've got to, all, all the time in the world, it can get you know sloppy. Yeah, it can, it can, can take do. a long time. It can do. Yeah, it can. But uh, well, but it's good. done. Yeah. and it's finally coming out. Do you have a label? You're just doing. It we yourself? do, Cleopatra. Okay. Yeah. I started working with them in 2003 on another project, and they're one of the only honest labels I've ever worked with. They still send me statements on the 2003 project, and we still make money on that. And the guy is Brian Pereira is honest as the day is long. So when he he was one of two that made offers i said yep i know brian he's got this do you make cds and vinyl with your stuff we do because a lot of people especially a lot of our fans they like cds yeah they like a physical thing you can hold and you can look at old school yeah i I miss that i miss i miss the the posters and the pictures on the albums and putting them up on my walls and we're just old man it was fun. We're just old. It's a new world. I love What's your it. take on the vinyl thing? Do you think that this is insanity? Yeah, David or? hates it. This is, I, I don't, don't understand it. I really couldn't care less about vinyl or CDs. Yeah. I like to get in my car with me with my phone. Mm-hmm. I've got a million songs in it. It's compact. I don't want to be farting around with CDs in a bleeding car. Right, right. That's like, like who cares? It sounds the bleeding same. Right. Right. I get the kind of like yeah, the nostalgia true. for the record album with an old record to hear it sounding the way you remember it sounding when you're growing yeah. up. But I think about this like sonically what we're doing now. I don't know how this works on vinyl. Yeah. We've got sub bass frequencies. We've got stuff going on that I'm not sure by the time it's coming out of a vinyl record. I don't know what's going to skitter like. the needle off of the be jumping all album. over the place. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they're going to fix this in mastering, but <clears throat> but then it's going to scratch and then it's going to warp. And then they're going to think, we need something different. And then they're going to invent CDs. And then when they get through to CDs, they're going to invent MP3s and streaming. And, and don't forget 8-tracks. Uh, 8-tracks. Oh, 8-tracks. I know. We, we, should, fade we talked out, about fade back in totally. on the same We song. should do the 8-track version of the record and sell it for five bucks more. We will fade out randomly in the middle of something. I bet it would times. sell. Completely. Yeah. And then tapes. Yeah, cassettes. 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 Yeah, right, right. DVDs. Uh, I couldn't care less about dats. Any of it. <laughs> Remember dats? And I hate to say, dat. People ask me; they think I'm like you know going to be one of them guys who lo- love all that stuff. 
and I always disappoint them. They're like bummed yeah. when I say I couldn't care less. Yeah, but I just can't. You know, yeah. I'm not saying it to be cool or anything. It's just to me, it's a big pain. Yeah, it's a big pain. But I don't. I don't. I. You know, people like collecting things. I get that part of it. You know, it's a it's a thing with the turntable and the old school. I get I get it. Mm -hmm. It's just not for me. Do you still have your vinyl? I can't throw I don't mine have out. Anything. I, don't I have know. all my vinyl. I do too. I grew up with. I, it's they're like my children. They're my Box, friends. Boxes and I boxes. cannot. Yeah, I can't throw them out. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I'm not wearing. They're my history. Too. They're what I grew up loving. Yeah. Anything I had is went by the wayside. Guitars. Mm -hmm. It all went in. It all went in my arm. Really? Yeah. Wow. How'd you get out of that? Get it out of my arm. How did you get it out of your arm? Yeah. I just, uh, I was I was grateful, blessed that I actually uh, was given the, the strength to stop and turn my life around. A lot of people don't. You know, it's a lot what of What gave you that strength? I don't know. I just bottomed out, man. I was homeless. But that didn't get me, wow. that didn't get, get me, uh, sober it was just uh i was just lucky you know i who maybe someone's looking out for me i don't know the reason and i don't care other than the fact that you know i've been sober 28 years no drugs drink. On, been 18 years of cigarettes and wow and I, fantastic. I, I love it i love i wouldn't i feel bad for guys i know my age who just struggle and they, and they look and, and it must be miserable I'm 27 years off cigarettes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I did it for 18 years. How did you quit? I took a patch. At the time, they were doing a study, and they put this patch on you that was scopolamine, the motion sickness drug. Yeah. And it kept me high for about four days. It wasn't a fun high, though. Yeah. It was dizzy and weird, but I didn't smoke. Yeah. And that got me over the hump. And then I wore the patch for it uh, another nicotine week. Patch, nicotine patch? No. This oh, was this thing. Scopolamine. Okay. Yeah. And it got me through long enough to stop wanting it. The craving went away. The physical craving. But you know, the psychological craving. I smoked after everything and before everything. Sure. Before, you know, after eating, after sex, you know, as soon as I got up in the morning, all that, all yeah. those habits yeah, had yeah. to be replaced yeah. with something else. Yeah. So that, that took a while. It's a tough one, cigarettes. Yeah, it's the hardest I've ever done. I'm still happy about it. But I think I think you can, uh, yeah, you should be. But I think that now you've got these new things, the vapes and the blues and all that. Mm -hmm. I think you can kind of wean yourself off cigarettes onto them things. Not the vapes? And all that stuff. I actually prefer the vape. Not the one that gives out, looks like a bleeding atom bomb just went off. But... <laughs> The other, the other one, you know, when it's just like a little bit comes out, yeah. e, blueies, whatever they are. Yeah, it's just a little bit of smoke. I like them because they're not they're not slinging cigarette butts everywhere, and right. it doesn't stink of an you ashtray. You know, the tar, the right? ashtray smell. You know. Yeah, yeah, but you're still on nicotine, right? Yeah, well, I don't care. I'm thinking to myself. Okay. I don't. I just don't want to smell cigarettes. Okay. I don't like the, the smell. Smoke. I don't like the people. F Flicking mm -hmm. cigarette butts out their car, catching fire, yeah, or whatever. So I, I would definitely, uh, I'm definitely encouraged the other thing. Okay, but that's just myself, is selfish self. And how do you feel now? About what? About your body and being off cigarettes and off drugs and off alcohol. I feel great. I'm just overweight. Yeah, well, I am heavier too. I eat a lot, but I'm getting good. I'm getting good. It's it's working out. 
See what happens when you're older, you just talk about stuff like this. Uh, well, we talked about vinyl. Oh, yeah, which is an old thing. Which is an old thing, too. But it's hip again. Yeah. We're going to play some music. Okay. Well, what we're, would what would you like us to play? Well, um, we're going to play a song of your record first. Oh, great. Right? Transcendence. Transcendence? Awesome. Yeah. It's the title track, track from the new album out next Friday, mm-hmm. August 2nd. And where can you get it? All the regular places? Everywhere. Yeah. iTunes. Yep. Where do people get records besides iTunes? That's where I usually get records. Where else? I think the last time I bought a record, there was no such thing as But iTunes. I do stream and stream. People <laughs> yeah. stream. Yeah. Spotify, you stream Amazon. it. It's, all, it's, gonna, it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. All Amazon. All the, all the, the big yeah. online, online options. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're here with Dave Diamond and Terry Nunn of Berlin. Here we go. Jonesy's jukebox, Cal OS. That was David Bowie. I can't give everything away. From Black Star. Then we had New Berlin Transcendence. Album out August 2nd. And we just happened to have Terry Nunn and Dave Diamond in the studio right now. What a coincidence. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's the first time Transcendence was played on the radio anywhere in the world. Yeah. Thank you. I'm thinking at this moment, all your listeners are thinking that they can imagine a montage scene in Top Gun with that song playing behind it. Top Gun 2. Okay. We should get it in there. Yeah. yeah they should put them. Take My Breath Away in that one, too. Give me, yeah. give me the phone. Oscar winner. Come Quinn. on. Quinn. Come on, Tom. Put it in your movie. Um, what is it about? Transcendence is a is a conversation I had with my mother a week before she passed. We were close, and I asked her what it was like to let go. And she she, she was she I wrote was, the song based on what she said to me. She was dying. Transcendence. And she was on uh, life support. Or yeah. Anything like well, no, that? she was in hospice. She knew she was going. Yes. And what did she say it was like? Because I'm always curious about this this. Uh, well, the, the lyric will tell you a lot of what she said, but I'll add to it. She said, Terry, I will miss you, and I'll miss everyone I love. But this is not bad. In fact, it's it may be the most amazing experience I've ever had, and I'm kind of excited about it. And I thought, wow. It changed my life hearing that. I thought, I want to feel like that. Transcendence. Which, it sounds amazing. I mean, it is. We're all going to do it. It's it's an adventure. We don't know what's coming, what's going to happen. What if it's not bad? What if it's actually amazing? That's what she said to me. So that was what I wrote the song about. It's the which, latest craze. Everyone's doing it. Doing what? Dying. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Your I, voice is so relaxing when you talk. Relaxes my body, the way you again, called out those songs. Again, see what I do. Wow, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you talk like ah, it's so relaxing. I know. But I know you said you didn't really want to go. You don't want to leave here. You hate most everybody, but you want to stay here. It's just the thought of not being in this world is what freaks me out. Yeah. So you like it here? Well, I, I, it's not. It's not that I like it. It's like I don't want it to end okay. whether I like it or not you know like some people just want to kill themselves they can't handle it 
I, I, I'm not that person, okay. but I'm more terrified of not being here, if that makes any sense. Because you don't know what's coming? Well, this is familiar. Yeah. You know, right. I'm 63. I've been around in 63 years. The thought of going, it it's all over, it's all over, scares me. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's got their theory. Oh, yeah, but you go somewhere else. There's another place. This is just the start. I don't know if that's true. That's, yeah, we don't no know. No one knows. We don't know. Everyone's got to predict what they think mm-hmm. is, is, is what happens. Yeah. It could be just, that's it. Yeah. But a good friend of mine who's not a woo-woo person, she actually ran a corporation for a long time, so she's very down-to-earth. She actually did die for 20 minutes. She was clinically dead in a hospital in yeah. Egypt. And she came back uh, to life, and she told me what was over there, and it it definitely wasn't nothing. It was incredible. She said, I didn't want to come back. It was she, well, fantastic. Uh, hang on. She was completely yep. dead? Absolutely flatlined. No pulse, Flatlined nothing. for 20 minutes. And she came back and didn't have brain damage. Because I was going to say, maybe we, that could be a thing. We could charge money for that. Well, the problem is Put brain you out damage, for 20 minutes. Steve. Well, that's what I didn't know. That. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe she should Maybe 10 minutes. A 10-minute anyway, ride. 10 so grand. Hearing from her and hearing from my mom... It was uh, quite illuminating for me yeah. that, that uh, this might be another another story about it. Might be another way to hold it. Yeah, but then but then my other question was when we was talking off the air was, she's in a bed waiting. What if you get knocked out by a, a truck outside? You ain't got that time to get in the groove of mm-hmm. knowing. But what just, if you're in the groove now? What if it's like okay, it's coming. Don't know when, but whenever it does, woohoo! It might be pretty amazing. Yeah. Don't know. I think I would like to be... Uh, I don't want to live in fear. No, it's not fun. No, well, don't watch the news then. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I watched a great show last night on Netflix. What? About... Uh, uh, I can't even remember what it was called now. But it's new. It's about uh, the, 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 the all these tech people that... Facebook, all that stuff that... It, Facebook was meant to be about putting people together. Yeah, it's actually it's designed with the with the, all the information that you give up freely to make to do the opposite effect. It's made everyone hate each other. You know, it's it's a great show. It's wow. It's it's it was so. Did you good, agree man. with it? Totally. It's brilliant. Wow. It's brilliant. It does feel isolating. I mean, my daughter's fourteen, and she spent most of the summer in her room on screens yeah it's like what you know what happened to being with people and getting together and playing outside and what yeah. happened to all that well that's because we're old farts but it's uh it's it's all this info that you give up freely i didn't even realize what you actually give up because no one reads the, the disclosures in them things you know when you say accept you don't know what you're and it's all this data about you that you just give up and you don't even know who's taking it that that, that it, all this your data is out there being used it, it, it i can't remember the bloody show man but you've got to see it. it's new it just it just came on yesterday on, on netflix ah uh, what is it called are you on facebook i i am but i don't do a lot on it i'm more on instagram which facebook owns 
Instagram, but okay. I'm, I'm more on uh, I'm, I'm more on that uh, Twitter a little bit. But yeah, I kind of stay away the Facebook thing. I don't know. It's just too much stuff on Facebook, mm-hmm. and that's that's my point. Is that you get you can you get all this weird stuff when they figure out what your fears are you personally, and then people you follow. It, it's a, it's like a weird dark undercurrent mm-hmm. when you think you're just posting pictures of your kids and all that there's all this other, other stuff going on and uh it's it's bizarre man because because you know you, you know we're older we don't really understand all that tech stuff we don't really understand it you know but there's a whole new people who have got it down to a science you know and uh do you, do you know what it's called the Great Hack. That's what it's called. Wow, Mark. No, no. Rock on. <laughs> the Great Hack. Listen to me. You got. You have Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Get watch it because then it'll give you a little insight of what's going on. Because we're older. We're not from that generation. We just think, ah, oh, just I gave them my contacts and I gave them this. Ah, uh, no biggie. Now I can post silly pictures. <laughs> but it's a lot more. Deviant and yeah. and weird underneath all that. Yeah. Anyway, do you fancy doing a an old? I'm kind of excited. Berlin. Song? No, I'm not kind of. I'm really excited. We get to play with Steve Jones. Yeah, we're gonna play with Steve Jones. The Metro. You played with this yeah. with us with Dave Navarro the last time I was here with at, you. At the other station. Yeah, at the other station, and you rocked it. So <coughs> we get Steve Jones Steve. version. <laughs> Stevie, baby. Oh, the Metro. Okay. I'm going back to when I was like 14 years old, and I'm in my garage, and I'm listening to Nevermind the Bullocks, and you and I are about to play a song together. Okay. okay. You're, making, oh. you're making me blush now. <laughs> and this is going to, you know, I don't know the, all the twiddly bits. I'm just kind of vamping. I don't know them very well either, so okay. we'll, we'll struggle through it together. Here we go. We're here with Berlin, Jonesy's Jukebox. We're going to do a live version of uh, Metro. Sitting with the empty glass My four walls Follow me through my past I was on a Paris train I emerged in London rain And you were waiting there Swimming through apologies I remember searching for the perfect Smoke a winter time in France Minutes passed with shallow words Years have passed, still a hurt Oh, I can see you now, smiling as I pull away
Yeah, this is your solo, Steve. Listening to Jonesy's jukebox. That was uh, Telegram Sam, uh, T Rex, and we're here with uh, Berlin, Terry Nunn, and Dave Diamond. They're playing this Sunday, the 26th, at the Hangar at the OC Fair, and then August 4th at the Microsoft Theatre with the B 52s and OMD. You're doing a bunch of shows with. Uh, the B-52s? The tour is 32 cities, both headlining and with the B-52s, yeah. When does that start? August 3rd That's in San Diego. San Diego, does August it just 3rd. just keep going for 32 shows? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, we're on a bus. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so it's all in America? Yep, and then we go to Europe in November. Yeah. Do you like going on the road? Yeah, I do. You do? I do. I like playing is the real reason I make music. I don't like studios. Yeah. Sorry, Jordan. Uh, your engineer but to me these are like man caves they're windowless this is not my thing yeah. i get in and out of studios as fast as possible yeah. for me it's about the the whole live fun experience yeah. making music and with people there and we're all yeah happy my least favorite thing is is rehearsals rehearsing yeah that's such a drag it is boring and gyms gyms are another thing i can't stand <laughs> Gymnasiums? Yeah, the the pla- they're like they're like prisons in there, like, <laughs> like weird, weird places. I used to be a real gym rat, you know. I used to get all buff and all that, but everyone's touching everything else. It's just like ugh. you germaphobe. Not a germaphobe. I just don't. I guess in that sense, I don't want to be holding something some big steroid <laughs> dude had before me. You know what I mean? Feeling his sweat. On your hands? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whole room. 
room just fell over. <laughs> Yuck. David Diamond likes gymnasiums. Yeah, I was going to say, not the whole room fell over. Okay. Yeah, yeah you like them. I am. Okay. You, you work I out. I CrossFit and kind of keep... Yeah. Okay. David looks good. Okay. Yeah. Wait, what are you benching? CrossFit. I, I actually have no idea because we kind of... The workouts we do are just a little bit different yeah, than the standard yeah. stuff, so they're more... Right. crazy well, listen, combat kind of stuff. Thanks for coming by. Thank you for thanks having, for us, having Steve. us, here. And good that luck. That was quite a thrill. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. We'll see We'll see you in a bit. We're going to go and visit the Duke. When we come back, we'll have a bit more. See you in a minute. You're listening to Jonesy's Jukebox and KLOS. That was Nazareth. Razum and Naz. And we had the Bob Seger system. Rambling, gambling man. Deep Purple. Hush, both from the Tarantino film, Once Upon a Time, in the Hollywood soundtrack. <laughs> Black Mountain, Mary Lou, and we had Queen, I'm in love with my car. Roger Taylor of Queen is seven, 70 today. That's him on the vocals and the drums. Then we had Rolling Stones, Monkey Man. With Mick Jagger. He's 76 today. Nice one, son. Uh, we got some information. Yeah. A week from Tuesday, we're having the special Jonesy's Jukebox on the KLOS Subaru live stage with the Bacon Brothers. That's Kevin Bacon and his brother Michael. They're coming with a full band to perform and also, of course, chatting with Jonesy. And we're going to give away a pair of passes right now to caller number 14. At 800-955-KLOS, you get passes and lunch provided by Brewings. The 2019 Subaru Outback, this may be their most adventurous Outback yet. Now with 0% financing. We're going to visit the Duke. When we come back, we're going to keep it rocking. You've been listening to Jonesy's Jukebox, KLOS. That was Neil Young after the gold rush. Before that was you 2 Until the End of the World, from the album Uptung, Baby. Led Zeppelin, How Many More Times, and Mot the Hoople, Honoluchi Boogie. It is now 1.52. Gary Moore's up next. Comedian Carlos Mencia is Monday. Tuesday is Alex Ebert of... Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Have a good weekend. I think the humidity is going to subside, apparently. Who knows? But that was the word on the Weather Channel. Um, I encourage you to watch that documentary on Netflix. What's it called? The Great Hack. The Great Hack. Very interesting stuff. It kind of opens the light a bit of what, what goes on when you uh, get these apps and all the rest of it. Anyway, I'll see you later.